Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. 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 We'll be streaming live soon. Please stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. God has made, we've come to rejoice and be glad in it, because of the day that God has made for us today. Hallelujah. We're looking at the different laws within the kingdom of God, meaning that as we live in uh, the principles of the kingdom of God, our life becomes changed. Our life will change. Our life will change for the better. Uh, so I wanted to look at today mentioned the word change, we'll look at the law of the change, law of change. There must be change, and that has to happen. But before we can look at change, we need to look at something that doesn't change. That makes sense. In order to build upon and change, we need to look at something that doesn't change at all. And who is that to be? Jesus. Uh, Jesus, well, certainly that. God doesn't change at all. Uh, Malachi 3.6.
says that. Right, Kathy? For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. I change not. See, we can always go to God because He's unchangeable. He's always the same from the very beginning of time up till now and forever. He's the same. Do you have people like that? <laughs> well, I, I don't think so. People change, don't they? But we need to have someone that we can go to that will never change, and that's God. So we can depend on Him. We can depend on Him to deal with our lives, to show us what's going on in us. And praise the Lord, we have someone that already knows us better than we know ourselves. So God doesn't change. Uh, What He says never changes. Psalm 119.89. That's me. Uh, Psalm one nineteen, eighty nine states, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. It's settled. Period. What God says, you know, you, you, you go and read the Bible, and I, I've read the Bible through many, many times, and, and I'm always finding things that are brand new because they begin to speak to me. And I've been there before. But now this word begins to settle within me. It's a word that never changes. What God says, He will always do. You can depend on that. How many people uh, can you depend on what they say? Very few thing like Matthew said. You know, but God, whatever He says, that's it. You can depend on what he says to totally every single day. First uh, Kings eight fifty six. Matthew, you have that. Blessed be the Lord who has given rest unto his people Israel, according to all that he has promised. There has not failed one word of all his good promise, which he promised by the hand of Moses his servant. Not failed any of the words that he has promised. He will do. What he says, he will do. You can depend on that. And that's good to know that I can come to someone that never changes, that what he says, he'll always do. Huh. I, I, there's too many. Like Matt said, there's very few people you'll find like that on the face of the earth. They're always that way. Uh, Psalm 121.4. Psalm one twenty. One four states, Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Guess what? (laughs) He's always alert. (laughs) He knows what's going on. Uh, I can't imagine God sitting up down. Oh, wait a minute. There's something going on with Frank. I've got an idea with him today. (laughs) No, he already knows that. Uh, He already knows what's happening in your life. And uh, he's alert, ready to help. So, uh, I encourage you today to go to God. Uh, stop. Get your mind off of the problem. Settle down. Take a deep breath and go to God. Sit with Him. Be still and know that He's God. 
And when you do that, you begin to sense what He's going to do in your life. You begin to sense how He can work in your life to make maybe changes that need to take place. Maybe changes that have to take place in your life. And so, if God doesn't change, what needs to change? Uh, I tell you, the earth is changing, right? That's right. The earth is changing so fast. Uh, Isaiah 34, 4. And all the hosts of heaven shall be dissolved, and the heavens shall be rolled together as a scroll, Whoa. and all their hosts shall fall down as a leaf falls down um, off the vine and as a falling fig from the fig tree. Oh, I mean, it's going to change. It's changing now. I mean, well, I can go for the climate change, <laughs> whatever. But everything is just changing. The, 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 energy, the energy in the earth is changing. The, the situation in the earth is changing. It's gradually running out of everything that's available. And there's change going on all the time. Now, man is trying to do something about it. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to turn over to Ecclesiastes. That's me. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses uh, 9 through 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. There you go. These verses don't need to be up my face in there. Uh, that which has been is what will be. That which is done is what will be done. And there is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which it may be said, see, this is new. It has already been in ancient times before us that there is uh, no remembrance of former things, nor will there be any remembrance of things that are to come. But those who will come after, man, have you changed anything? Or is anything you done going to be everlasting? We're always trying to change things. We're trying to make things right. We're trying to, to change uh, the, uh, the economy. We're trying to change the atmosphere. We're trying to change the climate. We're trying to change all of this. And, and we're coming up with different kind of ideas and all of this. And, and this is the way we're going to approach it. And uh, next thing you know, 10 years from now, uh, we're trying to do something different. That didn't work. So we're never going to change and do something else. So that's man. Man is not able, not capable, to be able to have lasting change within the world. Yeah. Only God can, because what? He never changes. He knows never changes. So now we're going to look at the law of change from Luke chapter five, verses. Luke chapter 5, verses 36 through 39. I'm going to get over there with my already. Then he, Jesus, spoke a parable to them, 
No one puts a piece from a new garment in an old one. Otherwise, the new makes a tear, and also the piece that was uh, alert out of the new does not match the old. No one puts new wine into old wineskins, or else the new wine will burst the wineskins and be spilled, and the wineskins will be ruined. But new wine must be put into new wineskins, and both are preserved. And no one having drunk any wine immediately desires new, for he says um, the old is better. Well, uh, so, who are we? Well, I'm a I'm a, a wine skin. Uh, and uh, I'm going to stay like I am. I am not going to change. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I'm not going to change. Uh, the, uh, the, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and the message of God is the same. But I'm not going to change. I mean, this is the way I've always done it. And I'm always going to do it this way. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to. I'm. I'm not going to get out of my comfort zone and do something different. I'm not about to do that. Uh, but I can't allow him to fill me daily with new wine if my wine skin is going to be old. I can't allow him to do that. I've got to change in order to receive the freshness and the newness of who He is daily. Wow. Um, I remember uh, Smith Wigglesworth in a devotional that I was reading uh, made a comment and said, if you're, if you're not moving forward, you're backsliding. In other words, if you're steady and staying the same, you're backsliding. You're not, you're not in with what God wants. You're not in there. And uh, so I need to change. I need to allow God to change me. I've got to, to have this old receptacle to be able to come new so I can be ad- adapt to what God is doing today, what He's doing now. Uh, that's, a, in a sense, is what happened with uh, St. Stephen, the United Methodist Church, and I have the privilege of serving. Uh, you know, in church services, you always do the same thing. You come up with the order of worship, and you're always doing this, that. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, this COVID-19 virus comes along and knocks everything out of whack. And so what happens? Uh, don't meet in church. You can't do that. Therefore, uh, you can't have church services anymore. Right. So guess what this church does? They decide, hey, We've got a Facebook page, and we're going to put this on Facebook. And that's what they did. For a few Sundays, I went to the church, and they did a, a Facebook. They, they put it on live. There you go. And so, in other words, they changed to meet the times so that they could continue to minister the gospel, no matter what. 
And so that, that's what needs to take place in our lives. God has a plan, and it's the same. It's never changed. It's never changed at all. So yet there are ways of carrying out His program. We need to change. To meet up with the times. It's, it's, a, it's a great message, and, um, but that needs to have change. So I guess I'm going to say, well, I'm going to go ahead and change myself. Hallelujah. I know what to do. I mean, I've been doing, I'm smart enough to be able to change, and I'm going to change. No. I need to allow God to change me. See, He doesn't change. Therefore, I'm going to put my life into the one who doesn't change. I encourage you to do that today. You, you, whatever's going on in you, put your life into the one who doesn't change so that he can change you. He, can, he knows exactly what needs to take place within you. And so that's what I'm encouraging people to do. We've got to do that. And I've got to depend on Him. So each morning I sit down and say, here I am. <laughs> uh, whatever you have to do to me today, do it. I've got to, I've got to have it done today because there's something going on today that I don't know what's going to happen, but He does and I need to change to fit His plan. And so I present myself to Him. Um, I don't know about, I don't know if you knew me earlier, but uh, I grew up uh, uh, stuttering. I was a stutterer. I could not get a date to save my life. I'd call someone on the phone, and uh, and I say hello, and they say hello, and next thing you know, it was my turn to speak. I, 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 I had to hang up. I couldn't. I mean. That was the way it was, wasn't it? I was so shy. I stuttered all the time. I couldn't do anything. And so when I, when God got a hold of me, He had to change me. Yeah, right. <laughs> if He's going to call a preacher to stutter, I don't think so. <laughs> no, He, he won't. Let me tell you about Jesus. <laughs> no, that's not going to work. <laughs> no, he gives you, he changes you. I couldn't change myself. I couldn't get myself out of that mold. I mean, I finally got to the point where I could call somebody and uh, and, and and then eventually ask them to marry me. <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't call her. <laughs> I know her best girlfriend took me over there. <laughs> But anyway, you know, I, I got to the point where I wasn't uh, n nervous anymore. Now, I still get that way sometimes. You know, new situations, new things to do. I mean, God tells you to do something, and you say, what? I've never done that before, but I did it this morning. I did it this morning. And uh, so I'm getting out of the habit of, you know, me. So, uh, just for instance, I, we went to Panama City last week. Um, my grandson had a 
uh, baseball tournament, and we were there celebrating that, and and we were sitting there ready to eat at uh, what was that Margaritaville? Mm-hmm. Oh boy, it wasn't hardly anybody there, but everybody in Panama City came. <clears throat> I mean, it was so full you couldn't breathe, and everybody didn't have a mask on. But anyway, that's another story. But I was sitting there next to a girl on the bench. Somebody got up, and I sat down. And guess what? I sat there and started talking to her. Found out she was from Mississippi. She was a social worker. And her husband was a maintenance man with Toyota. They'd been married a year. And we just sat there and conversed and talked about Jesus. I mean, I mean, I couldn't have done that unless there was a change within me. And then, as you may notice, what's out here? Other side? Other side? Oh, this side here. Yeah. Uh, uh, the doctor tried to take my ear off Monday. I believe he did. He cut in there five times. I mean, it took six hours. And I'm sitting in the office. And what do you do sitting in a dermatologist's office where he's cutting on you and testing it out to see, well, I didn't get enough. I didn't, come back. I didn't get enough. I didn't, I didn't. So what do you do? The nurse walked in, and I said, do you know Jesus? I mean, what are you going to do, you know? I know he's a Christian, but I don't know about the nurses in there. And say, yeah, I, I love Jesus. And so we began to talk about Jesus, you know. And then we talked about another girl in there, and she was the daughter of a preacher, <laughs> you know. And, and then this guy comes in to sew me up. Oh, gosh, he sewed me up. All right, he took about 15 minutes for sure at least sewing me up. And uh, and I found out that he his father was a son of a preacher. I mean, he, his, father, his father was a yeah, son of a preacher. So, you know, all these conversations began. What do you do in a dermatologist's office for six hours? I mean, gotta, in other words, I've been changed so that I'm not scared to talk to someone about Jesus. Now, I didn't do that. God does that. God does that. He changes you. He changes you for His purpose. He changes you, gets you out of uh, the situation you're in, get out of the problem that you're in, get you out of the, the maybe even the personality that you're in into what He wants you to be. Out of a shy person into, hey, I'll talk to anybody about Jesus. I don't care where it's at anymore. It doesn't make any difference. You, you, you Hey, you want to come today? I'll be glad to talk to you about Jesus. <laughs> but that's the way it is because He does the change. He does the change. Change to a point that it changed my ministry. Changed my ministry. Uh, everybody in this room knows what I do at 2 o'clock in the morning. That's right. Words of encouragement. I didn't start that. He did. And now it's going from one to... 50-some, whatever. And, and on top of that, he goes and adds Proverbs for today that I put on the webs- on the Facebook page for the church Amen. and have hundreds of people looking at that. I mean, that's not me. I, what am I going to do at 2 o'clock in the morning? i got to sleep. <laughs> but, God, but God changes you to where you want to get up to minister to people, 
no matter what time it is. See, God makes the change. He's the same, but you've got to change to, if I can say it this way, to fit His plan, to be molded into His plan for your life. And you, you won't be doing the same thing all the time. Guess what's going to be happening up here where we're teaching? I don't know what's going to happen Come Jason comes next week. This place is going to be transformed into whatever. It, but it's, it's, it's not something that man does. It's something that God does. God does the changing. He, he knows what needs to take place. Praise the Lord when we put it. So we were talking this morning uh, about what you know took place in the book of Acts. Well, you know, in Acts chapter 1, verse 14, uh, Jesus left. Now what do we do? Well, we get together and pray. <laughs> we pray. We pray for 10 days. And guess what? Change takes place in people who get together to pray. God begins to work on them to where Acts chapter 2 happens and they're all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So the church begins. You see, they didn't know what was going on. They didn't know how to change things because Jesus left. But God did. He knew exactly what needed to take place. And He changed them to where the church began. Hallelujah. And they began so strong that in Acts chapter 4... They said, uh, "Let's get all our possessions together, and uh, w- uh, we're going to. Uh, what's mine is yours, and we're all going to share." Yeah. And wouldn't that be neat if everybody just came to church and said, "Here, here's all our possessions. Now, what do you need? Sure. And what do you need?" <laughs> I don't think that's happening today. <laughs> but uh, that's what they did. Amen. What's mine is yours. Uh, I found that with what mine belongs to God anyway, yeah. and He's loaning it to me. So I need to be a good steward of it. To, here, you want it? There it goes. So then in uh, Acts chapter 5, here's Peter in ministry. And things changed so much with him is that all people had to do was just walk in his shadow and they were healed. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Woo! I mean, you, you, Peter couldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, Peter denied Jesus. But once filled with the Holy Spirit, change took place. Change took place. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 10. Peter was, uh, you know, he goes off and prays, you know, up on the, on the roof, you know, and all of a sudden he gets this vision of going to where? Going to who? Uh, going to, uh, well, he heads off to Cornelius' house and this Gentile. Yeah. Ugh, you don't have anything to do with a Gentile. I'm a Jew. Hallelujah. But you see, God changes things to where he begins to minister to a whole new group of people. Yeah. Not the same anymore. Because change is taking place. God's changing things. Hallelujah. And then in Acts chapter 19. Uh, well, let's see here. Oh, i got a handkerchief. <laughs> and, and, uh, and here, take this handkerchief and, uh, and then uh, the people could get healed. Huh? What's that thing? The dang it's up in nothing. I mean, I I was at Andrew Chapel, Rick, and uh, 
this lady in the, in the church was having a problem with her husband. And that's what God put on my heart to do. Get a piece of cloth, anoint it, and say, I want you to put this under his pillow. I don't remember if he ever got to the point he changed or not, but it certainly made her feel better that heck, something could take place. Because if it happened in, in Book of Ezra, why not now? Change. See, God could do the change. Let God set out what He's going to do. I mean, go go walk around somebody and, 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 and tell them that God surrounds them. Huh? That doesn't make sense. Yes, it does. To the person. So that's the way it is. That's the way God makes the change. There's a powerful message that needs to go and allow that to take place in you. So you've got to allow Him to change the wineskin so that He can put a fresh new wine into you daily so that you can be a minister for Him wherever, at any time, any time during the day. See, it can take place. Now, how can that take place with you? Come to Rekindle the Flame (laughs) on Wednesday night, and this is what I'm going to preach on. Romans 12, 1 and 2. And I'm going to give it to you now, and you can be ready, because if you're always getting ready, you'll be ready to receive it when the time comes. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I present myself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is my reasonable service. So I'm presenting myself to God. Here I am, Lord. And I'm not going to be, I'm going to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. I'm not going to be conformed to this world. Oh, I don't want to be. I'm not going to conform to the way things are done in this world because I want to do the things the way God does. So therefore, I've got to transform my mind to begin to think like Him and to be able to receive what His thoughts are and receive His ways so that I can find out what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's what needs to take place, and I encourage you to do that today. Just sit down, as I said before, be quiet with the Lord and say, Lord, here I am. I know I need to change. Change me. Do it. It's, to me, it's like uh, uh, I've, I've signed the check and I've dated it uh, July the 30th, 2020, and I signed the check, and that God, you fill it in. You fill in what needs to take place in my life. So let me pray for you that this will happen with you today. Father, I acknowledge the fact that I need to change. I don't want to stay the same. I want to be moving forward at all times. I want to have more of you every day. I want to be more like you today, Jesus. So whatever it takes, change me. Change this wineskin that you will pour into me new wine today. I present myself to you. Here I am, Lord. Here I am. I'm yours. I give up. I die to self, and I take in your life today. In Jesus' name, amen.
Yeah. Hey. 